Welcome to the Texas Values Report. This is Jonathan Sines, president of Texas Values. Great to be with you on another glorious weekend in the state of Texas. Maybe all kids are out of school by now. I don't know. I saw a lot of kids like on kind of June 6th and 7th still in public school. Whatever. My kids are in private school. They were out the week before. Maybe you homeschool, you know, but it, it just I'm thinking maybe it's safe this weekend to say all kids are out. We shall see. I know there was a lot of weather dates last year, but we're going to talk about issues of faith, family, and freedom. The summer is no time for a break for the Texas Values Report. You know, this show is on the air every week on Saturdays at noon. You can find it on our website, txvalues.org. We podcast it. You can find it online, all over the place. And so a lot going on the issues of faith, family, and freedom. Huge U.S. Supreme Court decision. There are actually two Supreme Court decisions, but one that clearly got more of the attention on Monday. That's how my week started. The U.S. Supreme Court ruled in favor of Christian cake baker Jack Phillips and essentially ruled against the Colorado government that was trying to enforce a law that gives special protections for LGBT groups that the Colorado government used to find Jack Phillips and punish him. He had to go all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court so he wouldn't lose a a significant part of his business, if not the whole business altogether. And it took quite a while. So look, let's not waste any more time. Let's jump right into this issue because it's the one everybody's talking about this week. And so one of the best people to break it down for us is a tremendous friend of ours and one of the best lawyers across the country when it comes to these issues, not only for Texas, but nationally. Today on the Texas Values Report, our guest is going to be Kelly Fedorik. She is a lawyer. She's an advocate. She works for Alliance Defending Freedom, a national organization that works on religious liberty. They work on traditional marriage issues, pro-life issues. Kelly, welcome back to the Texas Values Report. Thanks, Jonathan, for having me. Great to be on. Well, thanks for taking some time. Look, I know you've had a busy week. I can just imagine, you know, our staff, we were on a conference call with you and another, uh, some other leaders on the Masterpiece Cake case. So j- let's just jump right in, okay? I know a little bit about it, but I know you've been living in this space primarily not only this week, but this case for many years. Let's first tell us what happened with the U.S. Supreme Court and then take us back through how we got there. Sure, absolutely. Well, great news from the U.S. Supreme Court on Monday. And essentially what the court said is that religious hostility has no place in a pluralistic society like like America. And and what the court specifically said was that the government was wrong to punish Jack Phillips, a cake artist from Colorado, was wrong to punish him for living out his religious beliefs about marriage and that the government must respect Jack's religious beliefs about marriage, must respect all Americans' uh, beliefs, regardless of what what those are. So really, really strong decision from the court on Monday, and we're thrilled and excited for Jack and and really for all all of us. So Alliance Defending Freedom was lead counsel. Kristen Wagner from your organization argued this case on behalf of Jack Phillips, but it didn't just start this year or last year when the case was argued before the U.S. Supreme Court. When did this issue start and first enter into court, or, or did the, the the conflict, if you will, first begin in Colorado? Well, it happened six years ago, but I think the story goes back even before that. I mean, 
to get to know Jack just a little bit. Jack's been in business for quite some time, serving all customers who come into his shop. Um, he's a cake designer, so he does wedding cakes, cakes for birthdays, cakes for other kinds of events, as well as other, other types of baked goods, um, and just loves doing that. Um, but throughout the course of his, you know, his, his career as a, as a cake designer, there's some messages, some cakes that he hasn't been able to do. He won't do a cake that's un-American or that um, celebrates Halloween or different messages that he doesn't, that are inconsistent with his conscience. And another example of that happened six years ago. A same-sex couple came to him and, and asked him to custom design a cake to celebrate their same-sex wedding. And he said, look, I'll sell you anything else in my shop. I'll celebrate your birthday, but that's just one cake I can't design. And so they filed a complaint with the Human Rights Commission, and he was hauled into court and has been in court for the past six years, unable to, to do wedding cakes, um, which caused him to lose 40% of his business. He had to lay off over half of his employees, so has suffered so much um, at the hands of the government, showing such incredible hostility toward his beliefs about marriage. We're talking to Kelly Fedoric, legal counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom, the winning legal team on the Christian Cake Baker case out of Colorado. Really important decision from the U.S. Supreme Court. Of course, you know how it goes. The people on the other side have tried to put their spin to it. They've used the word narrow to suggest that it, you know, to try to downplay the significance of the decision. The decision was 7 2. Uh, that is not narrow, okay? 6 3 eh, might have been narrow. I don't know. 5 4 would have been narrow, okay? There are nine justices on the U.S. Supreme Court for our listeners. 7 2 is not narrow. Now, sure, I mean, they may mean that in terms of the application of this decision moving forward. But look, I mean, the the left, the media was quick to try to minimize this decision. I think it's, it's you know, it's not a surprise, but it's not accurate as far as the impact and how significant this decision is. There's a winner and there's a loser at, in this U.S. Supreme Court. The Christian Cake Baker well, and, won. Right. And, and religious liberty won. I yes. mean, the court had two issues before it. You know, they had, had speech and, and free exercise. And, and the court didn't even need to reach the speech question because the evidence of anti-religious hostility was so great in Masterpiece in the record that, that the court was, was able to say, look, what happened in Colorado, the way they treated Jack's religious beliefs differently than other cake artists' beliefs um, is unconstitutional and won't be sustained. And so, you know, it ruled in Jack's favor and, and upheld religious liberty. And I think that many creative professionals will benefit from this ruling across the country. Well, one of the things that was said in the opinion is this. The religious and philosophical objections to gay marriage are protected views. That seems to be something that a lot of people think was up for debate and, and or, or not even up for debate. That, you know, that when it comes to the issue of gay marriage, if you will, or same-sex marriage, that all of a sudden all the rules about religious liberty and about uh, conscience protections and all these things in the First Amendment, all this precedent of court cases before are, are to be thrown out. And so it, it was really a good testing ground. I mean, I'll use the word good, an excellent testing ground to establish that the view that marriage between a man and a woman is not something the government should be punishing people for. And that's to your point as well, right? The court ruled the holding was regarding the free exercise clause 
of the First Amendment, not the free speech Mm -hmm. clause, if you will. And that is what you see a lot of times. It is a religious view that people have that marriage between a man and woman, which leads them to feel that they they don't want to be forced by the government to do this. Just a couple of details for our listeners. As I recall, some of the things that Jack Phillips has had to do, he was required by the Colorado government to re-educate his staff. Most of them are family members, essentially telling them, his family, that he was wrong. This was in the past before the, the decision on Monday. He also was required to report to the government for two years describing all the cakes Mm -hmm. that he declines to create and reasons why. And as a result, he lost an estimated 40% of his business. I think probably had to let some people go. You know, this, I mean, we cannot ignore, people should not ignore the negative impact on people's lives when the government oversteps their role like they did in this case. Well, that's right. And And one of the really encouraging parts of the decision was that, to your point, the court said that, beliefs on both sides have to be protected, that people of goodwill can disagree on the issue of marriage, and the government cannot punish those that it disagrees with, that is, that is un-American, and it's also unconstitutional. So that, was, that certainly was, was very encouraging. The other point that I think was, was very encouraging as we move forward and, and things to look to the future is that we've heard this, this theme that, that if you are somehow have a faith belief, you cannot bring those into the public square in also different capacities. And the court was very clear that you don't leave your faith at home, that your faith and your conscience guide you in everything, and that the government can't say, can't force you to violate those sincerely held beliefs um, when, you're, when you're in your place of work, that, that Americans are able to peacefully live and work consistent with their convictions, and they should do so without fear of being fined or sued. We're talking with Kelly Fedoric, Legal Counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom, the winning legal team that was victorious at the U.S. Supreme Court on Monday on behalf of Christian cake baker Jack uh, Phillips. You know, your quote, Kelly, about, uh, you know, that, that you don't have to leave it at home or that your views are welcome in the public square. Of course, you know, ring in my mind of memory, the Tinker versus Des Moines case. That's about free speech and the First Amendment in, in public schools. So, you know, some very common or well-recognized themes in this opinion that I think allow people to see the rules have not changed just because we're dealing with some new issues. So when it comes to the First Amendment, now we're dealing with issues of same-sex marriage and other issues of sexuality. But these other constitutional principles carry forward along with these issues that we're debating and challenging. And so, Kelly, look, your team was tremendous on this. Kristen Wagner, I listened to the oral argument. It was fantastic. You you know take us um, take us for a minute into that room or the the phone call or whatever with Jack Phillips and your team talk to us a little bit about how that went on Monday. Well, I was actually able to see Jack this this week. He he came out uh, here to to DC and was able to talk to him about what emotions went through went, went through his mind when he saw on SCOTUS blog that the court was handing down his decision and that, that they won. And it was a 7-2 decision. And so there was so much excitement and, and elatement, not only for, for Jack and his family and what that means for them, but just the significant it means, significance it means for all of us as we move forward to know that we can live in a diverse and respectful society and at the highest court of our, of our land Said that religious hostility has no place. That you cannot, the government cannot punish people based on their beliefs. So, a lot of joy, a lot of uh, 
Thanksgiving that the court ruled in such a favorable way for Jack and for religious freedom. Well, and let's just a few other details. Seven two, who were the two liberal justices, if you will, or the ones that weren't quite expected that joined uh, the other five, just for our listeners? Well, so the two in the minority were Justice Ginsburg and then Justice Sotomayor joined her um, dissent in, in the case. But we were thrilled. So Justice Kennedy wrote the opinion, was joined by Chief Justice Roberts, Justice Thomas, Justice Alito, Justice Gorsuch. But then we were thrilled to also see Justice Breyer and Justice Kagan also also stepped in and, and recognized that the way the Colorado Commission had targeted Jack and undermine his face in such a hostile way um, and disrespectful way that, that that's not okay under the Constitution. You have to treat religious beliefs and philosophical beliefs with neutrality. Uh, that didn't happen. And it was really neat to see those seven justices uh, strike that down and uphold what, what was right. So Breyer and Kagan, you said, joined with the, um, the majority, if you will, on this case. Is that right? That's correct. So, so we got seven to and, I, you know, Kelly, I listened to the oral argument. We're talking with Kelly Fedorik, legal counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom, on the Christian Cake Baker case that was victorious by their team earlier this week on Monday. Huge decision for religious liberty, huge victory for religious liberty. In the oral argument, you heard some of the justices really concerned about the actions of the Colorado government officials in, you know, words and descriptions they use for people of faith. That seemed to be really key in this decision. It absolutely was. And, and you're right, in oral argument, Justice, well, a lot of the justices, but particularly Justice Kennedy, really questioned the state of Colorado, asking them why, why they allowed the hostility exemplified by the Colorado Commission. The commission compared Jack's beliefs about marriage to perpetrators of the Holocaust and just of slavery. Some really strong, harsh, egregious statements um, in terms of the way they, they targeted uh, his, his beliefs. And so um, it was really good to see that that was recognized so clearly in the decision. And they, they recognized, look, you, you're treating some, some cake artists' beliefs in one way and some in a different, in a different way, and that's, that's unconstitutional. We have to show respect and neutrality for all, for all beliefs, uh, particularly when it comes to beliefs about marriage. We're talking with legal, uh, Kelly Fedork, legal counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom. You know, Kelly, I almost want to stop here because I want to leave a little bit more for you to talk about when you're here in Austin for our policy conference in September. We're excited about that September 7th and 8th here in the Austin area at the Canyon View Event Center. Tremendous facility, tremendous backdrop, breathtaking views of the Hill Country. And Kelly Fedorik is going to be one of our guest speakers. I'm sure there'll be a whole lot to say about the Jack Phillips Cake Baker Religious Liberty victory, even though we're going to be a few months removed from that. The, th- this is going to move on. And, and look, there are likely to be more cases that come up or that deal with this issue now that we've got this strong U.S. Supreme Court precedent. So, But I know you got great work to do. We're going to let you go. The breakdown, the insight, so tremendous. We so value our partnership, our friendship, and our interaction with, with Alliance Defending Freedom, with you and your team. Thank you so much for what you do, and congratulations on such an important religious liberty victory. Thank you so much, Jonathan. We appreciate you and Texas Values. All right, great stuff.
Uh, look, I, I mean, Kelly Fedork doing a great job for ADF. You know, when this decision came down Monday morning, I have to say probably a little surprised about the timing. Um, we were we had prepared, but a lot of times these big U.S. Supreme Court decisions come later in June because the court has to rule by the end of June. So they kind of wait for the last week. That's been the history to some extent. And so, uh, but look, we'll take it whenever it is, okay? So, but a lot of talk all this week about this this decision. I've been invited, our team's invited, been invited by the Austin American Statesman to write an op-ed, to write our, you know, kind of view our opinion on this issue that's going to, is supposed to run next week in the Austin American Statesman. For our local listening audience, you can find it online. I imagine once it gets published, I know people are listening all across the world. I did some breakdown, I think, last week about our Facebook followers, and they're in just about every country you can think of, some that I probably didn't even pronounce correctly. But you heard me mention the policy conference, September 7th and 8th, here in the Austin area, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, Attorney General Ken Paxton, U.S. Senator Ted Cruz, David B. Wright, the man who was the co-founder of 40 Days for Life, just announced this week, the newest Texas Supreme Court Justice, Jimmy Blacklock. You just heard me mention Kelly Fedork's going to be there. The lineup is spectacular. I mean, it is hard to match. Get a ticket. It's a day and a half event. It's it's Friday afternoon and then a good chunk of Saturday. And we're even going to throw in a free lunch, okay? It's probably going to be Chick-fil-A for $30. You get in the room up close and personal to hear some of the smartest, the people that are on the ground, that are working on these issues of faith, family, and freedom. They're going to tell you how they work. They're going to tell you how to talk about them. They're going to tell you why they're important, where things are going next. So go to TXValues.org, order your tickets today. The early bird pricing, okay, the cheaper pricing, if you will, ends at the end of June, okay? If you want to get in for a day and a half for $30, which includes lunch one day, so really it's like 22 okay, 20 right? Because you probably spent at least 8 or 10 bucks on lunch. For really the, the value of $20, you're getting these incredible speakers, you know, and, and we'll probably do some Q&A tremendous opportunity. We're going to have great resources there. And so $30, go to txvalues.org, order your tickets to the Texas Faith, Family, and Freedom Forum, our policy conference. This is not a political event, okay? Even though there'll be some elected officials there, there, our intent is not to be involved in election issues or anything of that nature. It's to educate people on the issues of faith, family, and freedom, to talk about what happened in this Supreme Court case. What does it mean? What does it mean for you individually, for someone that you know? The best and the brightest are going to be there, but we only have 200 seats, okay? This is not the Frank Irwin Center or, you know, American Airlines Center. This is the Canyon View Event Center. It's limited to 200 seats. We will sell out. And if you want the early bird pricing, you got to do that by the end of June. Go to txvalues.org. Order your tickets today. It's September 7th and 8th here in the Austin area. You're going to want to be there. A lot of tickets have already been sold. So, uh, look, you know, I didn't even mention with, with Kelly, Texas Values filed a brief along with 32 other state family policy councils supporting Jack Phillips in a legal brief at the U.S. Supreme Court. Very important case here. And we were thrilled to play a small role in this victory to support Jack Phillips to show that Texans are with him on this issue. This is going to mean big things for our legislative session. It's going to mean big things for the elections coming up because people are going to want to know, do you support the U.S. Supreme Court decision? That's not the end of this issue. 
even though it, it significantly puts us in a better position for conflicts like these that are going to come up and are just lingering. Okay, so very important decision. Another very important thing I want to remind you of, Texas values, our fiscal cycle goes July 1 to June 30th. Okay, we ha- and look, a lot of times work comes up when maybe the, all the donations didn't come in that month, right? People give whenever they can, not necessarily when our work is busiest. So oftentimes we have to take on work before all of the funds come in and then try to raise the money later within that 12 months of our fiscal cycle. That's just how it's done. Okay. And that's what you want us to do. You don't want us to wait in, um, until the, you know, the, the time is always right. We got to strike when it happens, we got to respond right then, and we have faith that you'll come behind us and support us financially. So that means by the end of June, by the end of this month, we need your financial support. Go to txvalues.org. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Your donations are tax deductible. The work we do is free. Through our 501c3, we don't do political work. This is simply educational work, free legal work, informing people about their rights. We are a public service organization. And so you can make those donations at txvalues.org. Our annual budget is about 725000 It's a lot of money to raise. We've got a couple of people we're trying to bring on staff. We've got this policy conference in September. Okay, so we've got some immediate needs. We're going to be writing this op-ed with our team to break down and let people know what the Supreme Court decision means on the Christian Cake Baker Religious Liberty Victory. All those things take time and staff that we do have to pay in order to have a professional team in order to do this kind of work. It's a high-level work, okay? When you're talking about decisions at the U.S. Supreme Court, it doesn't get any higher than that in the United States. So invest in us. And, and look, our team is growing. You know, we're hiring two positions of communications and also a fundraising position. If you know people, we haven't made those decisions yet. You want to send in your resume, go to our website to see a breakdown of what those positions require. But donate at txvalues.org. Because this is how you make a difference. And there is a return on the investment, okay? We were a part of a religious liberty bill that was passed last session in 2017, in 2015, and in 2013, okay? We helped with pro-life victories during those times. We helped the Charlie Brown Christmas case a, a couple of years ago out of Colleen when no one would represent this woman who was being told by the school government that she couldn't have a poster on her door because it referenced Christ, even though she was talking about the Charlie Brown Christmas movie. We won that case. We're winning a case against the the city of Houston that's violating state law and local law when it comes to not using tax dollars to subsidize same-sex benefits. That case has been victorious at the local level, at the Texas Supreme Court, and at the U.S. Supreme Court by them rejecting an effort to overturn it. We're doing high-level work. We're winning We're getting a return on the investment. We did some work locally here in Austin just this week. We helped parents get a voice on issues related to their concerns about sexual education programs that are new to Austin ISD that are very troubling. Very troubling. you got to go to our website to read the details. I'm a little concerned about reading it, saying it on the air because I don't know who's listening. Some really graphic and disturbing stuff that people are hiding or they're not. There's not enough attention on, in my opinion. That room was packed, okay, on Wednesday. And I, my opinion is it's usually not like that. And the media was there. There was numerous people that were testifying against this new proposed program. So we don't just talk about these issues. We get involved. We show up at the Capitol, locally, in the courtroom, in the media, with this weekly radio show. So we need your financial support today. Go to txvalues.org. 
Give a tax-deductible donation today, and you're not going to be alone. There are people all across the state that are right there with you that are supporting us, but we need a big push these last three weeks. We really do. I cannot overstate how important it is. We really need to raise $200,000 in this last three weeks, and I've seen it happen before, but it's, it's little by little, and sometimes it's in big chunks, okay? And look, order your tickets now. If you want to do a sponsor package for the policy conference, $500. You get your name on the program and your business. You get VIP tickets to the dinner with Lieutenant Governor Patrick. You get preferred seating. You can make that donation of $500 now and go ahead and secure your ticket before the end of June. That will help us in our end of year, our end of fiscal year, end of June push that we need. We're closing our books at the end of June. We've already incurred expenses for this policy conference, trust me, even though it's only it, it's later in September. So go to txvalues.org or your tickets to the policy conference, give a tax deductible donation today. You will be an invest making an investment that will have a return on it for faith, family, and freedom in Texas. And I think there's no better place to put your financial resources when it comes to faith, family, and freedom in Texas than Texas Values. So do that today at txvalues.org. And we'll talk to you next week on the Texas Values Report.